So this is a practice recording for using Logic Pro and recording podcast material. And as a trial, I'm going to record and talk about how my... For this episode, I'm going to be talking about how my January live trading went. And we will break it down into what type of trades I took, how many trades did I take, and how, how did I do overall in the January, what type of work was I up to, what work did I do. And so starting with what trades did I take. I took 13. 13 trades and... The stats for that is 5 wins, 7 losses, 1 break even, a total of 13. And the net earnings are 5.45%. Now, what type of what type of um, trades were they? Most of them from a perspective like looking at the whole picture perspective if we were to put lay it all on the table and look at it from a far perspective most of them are short trades meaning forecasted the price action to go down and so i sold pairs what type of um entries were they so they are mainly risk entries and grade-wise, most of them are valid. Now, that are that is just the statistics of it all. And the highest percentage of gains I got was 5%. And as I only risk 1% at a time, I only risk 1% at a time. Now, in terms of mistrades... I didn't miss any trades that I thought are worth it. And so moving on to backtesting, I did a practiced run of backtesting with Euro USD so that I can figure out what type of what is backtesting because I want to be able to learn how to backtest and figure out stats for my the way i'm currently trading in terms of what have i been doing in the in the past month is that i have been able to do double forecastings so a pm forecast where i look at the whole watch list and figure out what are the possible um higher quality trades for the next day and i do a morning forecast where i do a flash look and finalize which are which pairs are going to be in my daily watch list and that is that now what are the negatives about the trades that i took in this month um there are a few if not more than a few more than a handful so 8 out of 13 were invalid after post-review, meaning that it isn't part of the plan or 
there was no thought process behind it at all. It was just a position where I went in without thinking. Now, 9 out of 13 were trigger orders, meaning that I decided right there and then that I'm going to enter the market, whereas I could have put a set order giving or letting the market decide whether I'm going to be in the trade or not. And that's a negative it's a negative to put down trigger orders because you're putting a lot of mental pressures on yourself and in the long run that will really affect how um, I'll be trading and my mentality overall. Now, 10 out of 13 trades, I did not do any pre-trade checklist, meaning that there are a set of rules per trade that I have set. Um, with the help of my training program, trading program. And I did not conduct any of those checks. Imagine a pilot taking off without doing pre-pilot checks. Or like in surgery, before you do a procedure, you're supposed to check your patient in, make sure they are safe, make sure they are the right patient or they're having the correct procedure in the right side or the correct part of their body. And you don't do none of that and you end up putting the wrong thing inside them or you end up removing the left leg instead of the right arm, you know. So that is as bad as that. And another negative is over trading. 13 trades where like in, in a span of a month, that is a lot, right? Most professionals, they only take two per week, sometimes hardly anything, especially given the economy now and the um, pandemic-ridden life that we have, affecting the volatility of the markets and affecting if whether there's a signal to take a trade or not. And that was just me doing trades that are not part of the plan mainly and the worst thing i think is one of the worst negatives that i've done is not checking all of the time frames and that is like horrendous knowing what i know now that is super horrendous like i would just check the hour time frame and i would not double check but this can be part of um, why this happened is probably because I did not do the pre-trade checklist where it says you must look at the higher time frame, right? Now, the most embarrassing thing that I did in the month of January was forcing patterns to appear. There is a difference between seeing a pattern that is screaming at you like, look, I am this pattern, compared to convincing one's own mind that that is an acceptable pattern. Do you see the difference there? It's like, you know, you're, you're digging for what you want instead of taking what is appearing in front of you. And that's why I end up overtrading because, like, look, you can find a pattern in the middle of nowhere if you chose to. And that's really quite 
unnecessary and that's why there's overtrading aspects in my month of in my month of january now what i regret is not taking before and after photos so that i can analyze my trades in the future where you know this is where i can track my progress track my process refine the process and because i didn't take any photos to accompany those goals for the future then i'm not going to be able to do that for my first few trades and more technical side of things is inaccurate or um, plotting of trend lines where i don't i wasn't thinking too hard about whether i should put the origin at the end of the candle or you know as long as it's not area it was acceptable so that's something i'm going to be working on and being trading in the middle of nowhere that's just horrendous on its own because when you're in the middle of nowhere it can go either way whereas if you're trading at the edges then at least you know it's highly likely to play out where you're going to you where you're projected or forecasted the direction or it's not gonna work out at all but if you're in the middle like you know it's like more anxiety more potential for anxiety because it's either up or down up or down and it can be never ending did i do anything positive at all in the month of january well somehow i did because compared to the first half of of my trading almost 80 percent were valid and sorry 20 percent were valid to 75 percent were at least valid right so there was an improvement the that's the only positive really is that in the first half of january i was trading shitty trades and then in the second half there was some more thought process and thought involvement there now my work ethic and my actions were they in line with my future goals and aspirations i think for from the trading side of things and doing the physical stuff involved in trading like analysis and um, the practical side of that i totally did a lot and that makes me confident that you know i'm able to i have the skills and potential to be a good trader in the future the downside is that the way i was thinking about things and the way my thought process were going on whether it's a good trade to take or not that was non-existent um it's only like you know i'm not saying it was all non-existent but it started from the bottom no we're here no i'm joking but yeah starting from the bottom of huh it's starting from the bottom of not having the thought process involved to the second half climbing out of that so i want to emphasize where i say i'm climbing from the bottom that means if i was at negative 100 i'm only on my way up 
to the positive from negative 100. I don't believe I'm in the positive side of it already. And now my emotional state during trades is that I was quite like a half I was quite like a hot potato, shall we say, and to the second half where I was more calm and collected. And uh, my in emotional state when I would miss trades is that I was blaming of uncontrollable situations, but that's very silly because it's an uncontrollable situation. Therefore, if it was outside of my control, what could I have done? right so why and that's something that i'm starting to understand to remove and edit out of my system which is i'm quite happy with and how did i feel about my month about my myself i felt quite frustrated at myself and stubborn and i was proud that i was having processes in place and habits in place i was able to execute and do now i will be doing more pre-trade checklists documenting of forecast and video analysis in the morning for top threes i'm going to be doing a weekly asr and no more of trigger orders invalid trades and invalid entries that's a very a specific thing to put down which is the invalid entries which i found is the problem mainly i could be in a high value area but that's only one third of the equation you sh you know that you're in a valid area check is there an entry yes or no and it's as simple as that and then the third side or the third part is something i'm due to still not you know i haven't even scratched that part which is am i completely at ease and accepting of this trade whether it goes this way or that way is the other part now i'm very grateful for my family for supporting my adventures and my projects and the falcon community for existing and for my work for um, giving me cool support which is making everyday fun so let's end the podcast recording and let's see how does that fare with the rest of it <laughs>